this week on the Roommates Podcast. It hurt me because, like, you literally, I literally presented myself on a piece of, you know, on a platter. And you like, nope, this food ain't good enough. Like, yeah. I, I'm saying no. It's like, whoa, you yeah. know, what the crap is happening? Um, so when I'm in that stage, that's when shit get hard. Um, that's when I feel like um, not only just me, but I'd say most men would go looking for past women to make them mm. feel good for yeah. comfort, which is not a good thing, folks. Yeah. And I'm working on that as well. Um, and sometimes women do that too. Um, so initially when I get rejected, it's not that bad because I didn't, you, you literally judge enough of me in my freaking, what is it, 30 second pitch or whatever, mm. you know? Um, so I can't get super upset, but it's when you get, you get that full hour, full change and you know, you smiling at me, you familiar with me, you know what I mean? You're doing all these things and then I never see you again. It's like, yeah. ooh. That's what that's what gets me and that's what that was extremely that what bothers me a lot. Yo, it's good world's boy on beast. Yes, yes, yes. And welcome to the roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of becoming holistic health, kindness, goodness, and a thirst for knowledge. Also known as the best hour of your week, where you are entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and enlightened like a sermon. Shut up, Hafiz. Yes. <laughs> went ahead and went right to it. Yes, sir. Well, I'm mad at you. Hey, well, I'm mad at you for, for it. So, this episode of the podcast is brought to you guys, brought to you by our friends over at Skillshare. Mm. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes just for you. Yes, Lord. And, man... I'm really grateful for Skillshare. They have supported this podcast so much, but I think what really stands out to me about Skillshare is how much they're able to pour into our audience and to give them really amazing content that actually benefits your life. And you've tried many classes on Skillshare, right? Yeah, the good thing about Skillshare, and a lot of people have been hitting us up about um, how do I start a podcast, how to start a YouTube channel, how to do all these things. Not only does Skillshare have those classes on their website, mm-hmm. but also Skillshare allows you to own, to not only go there to learn, but you get to teach as well. Oh, that's dope. So it's a good practice to go on there if you have a skill that you mastered to share those skills. Mm. Mm. A skill that you mastered to share exactly. sounds like a Skillshare. <sighs> exactly. And you also, and to me, that is great practice for your YouTube channel, your podcast, anything like that, to go there and uh, use Skillshare as a platform to not only grow your skills, but to share it as well. I love it. So, guys, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our roommate family. Get two free months of Skillshare Premium. That's right. Skillshare is offering the roommate's podcast family two months of limited access to thousands of classes for... Free to sign up, go to skillshare.com slash roommates. Again, go to skillshare.com slash roommates to start your two free months now. That's skillshare.com slash the roommates. And we back. And we back. It's been a long day. It has been a very long day. It has been a long day. So today, 
We're going to go ahead and jump right to it. I might as well. What are we waiting for? You guys seen the title of the video. You guys saw the title of the audio. That's why you guys are here. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> because we've realized is that there's something that me and Chris have been experiencing consistently in the past couple of months. Yes. And this is something I really feel like we need to bring a lot of light on that a lot of men can relate. Yes. And a lot of women need to realize what they're doing. As you guys know, on a podcast, me and Chris are sharing what's going on in our lives. Last episode, we did a bit of a more deeper, somber moment of what's going on in our lives. But I would like to take a little bit more of a lighthearted but still serious moment to talk about the subject of flaky women. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, Mr. Jordan Bidlow, if you don't mind for the people who are wondering about the subject matter, what has your experiences been like with women in the past couple of months? Ladies want the nice guy. They want a nice guy. They want the guy to, you know, to quarter, to come out there. You know what I mean? To show interest. Is that, am I correct? I believe so. I, I believe I'm correct. I don't know. Okay. But that's what they want. Mm. So you do these things, you know, right? And like anything in life, you do certain things the right way, the respectful way, you expect what, Huffies? I think you expect reciprocation. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're here with me. You're here with me. Guess what, Huffies? What ask happened? me if I got Ask me if I got Chris, that. did you get any reciprocation from these women? Hell no. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing, Huffies, Go ahead. Not only am I doing that, but it's the kicker. These women came after me first. Wow. So it's not like I'm out here just shooting like Steph Curry. You know what mm. I mean? I'm, I'm like, they throw the alley-oop, all right? Mm. Not only do they throw the alley-oop, I'm jumping. I'm wow. in the air. I'm catching the ball. I'm about to go slam dunk it. But somehow, it's like they throw the pass and they run up and they jump and block my shot. Even wow. They throw the ex- wow. So it's like, listen, why throw me the pass? Mm. Well, you didn't want me to score anyway. Mm. So it, it's it's really frustrating. That's I one can thing. imagine. Yeah, I don't like getting my hopes. You know what I mean? It's man, it's one time, man. Oh, man. tell this story, please. Tell the story, please it's, tell it's, the story. It's, it's crazy though. It's one time. That's a different story. I don't know if you know the story. Oh, wow. a new story. Right. I love it's new stories. Story. Uh, so I walk into Enterprise, right? Okay. Actually, this is what happens. I'm in the car, in my cousin's car. He's going to Enterprise for whatever reason. I forget. And he's like, hey, man, baddie alert, come in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, well, you got an older cousin. It's like an older brother. So yeah. you can't like, nah, I'm a chill because he's going to clown you. Yeah. You met my cousin. My yes. cousin and they cl- is a clown. Yeah. If y'all think I'm a clown, the Bigo family is absolutely a generation of men who are crazy clowns. I'm actually, to me, the most commonest one out of my family. Okay. So you think I'm insane? <sighs> Wait till you see them. Wait till you see them. Okay, Don't continue. put alcohol in. <laughs> um, so he he's like, hey man, you got it's a baddie, come in here. So I came in there. Everybody left. For some reason, everybody left. It's just me and her. It's the time to shoot your shot, right? Amen. It's the time to shoot. And when I shoot, I give options because I don't I don't like playing around. So you seem like you're a man who offers consensual, consensual. decision making on and behalf of the women. Exactly. Hmm. You don't have to lie to me. You yeah. have to be nice to me. So I'm like, listen, I'm new to town, which was. Uh, it's a white lie. Nah, <laughs> you're newish. 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 Right? Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm new to town. Somebody show me around. Yeah, me. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
gosh. So sweet, so innocent. That's why this why I told her, you know, after being scorned for a while. That's yeah. why I said, listen, you don't have to take my number if you do not want to hang out with me. Just tell me no now. Yeah. I've been told no many times in my life. <laughs> Adding somebody else, it's not gonna hurt my feelings. Yeah. But but if you get my hopes up being in freaking Indiana, yeah, and you ignore me or yeah. don't text me, I'm gonna come back. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to Enterprise because I run out of car a lot. If you don't see me again, guess what? Well, I will make it awkward as hell. I'll be like, you remember me? <laughs> Gave her my number. She's like, no, you don't have to worry about all that. Trust me, I got you. Gosh, she's asked yeah. me if she takes me. Chris Jordan Velo, did this woman text you back? Man, listen, dog. This is how long I've been waiting, dog. You see this? You see this VHS? Stuff? This is how long I've been waiting, dog. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot in the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They remade that movie, goddamn. <laughs> no, nah, I'm still waiting. And if you were wondering, have I pulled up back at Enterprise? I have not. Mm. But when I do, yeah. I cannot wait to confront <laughs> The flakiness of this woman. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. So she, you gave her your number. Yes. I told her to text me. Okay. And so if you don't want it, don't take it. Yeah. To this day. She has not texted you back. That had to have been, that had to have been early, that had to be late June-ish. And it sounds like this is in August, going on September. Oh, no, no, no. That's just one of many. Mm. It's one of many. One of many. One of many. But it's okay. Okay. Yeah, talk about it because I feel like to bring a solution to the problem, you have to first uncover. Mm. You know what I mean? The problem. So, Chris, in your opinion, what do you think the problem is? Well, Hafiz, I think the people are dying mm. to hear your experience with this. All I've known is flakiness. <laughs> <laughs> All I've known is it. Oh, my God. You know, Bane went so bad, man. <laughs> Sensational movie, by the way. He said, you think the darkness is your friend? Mm, no, no, he didn't say you think your darkness is your ally. Oh, your ally. You simply adapted to the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I was born I in was it. I was born in it. Molded, molded by molded it. Molded by the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the light until I was already a man. Until you was already a man. Jesus, Lord. So my, I <laughs> understand the land of flakiness. Mm. I didn't see consistency <laughs> until I was ready a man. Oh my! The crazy thing about me is I'm the exact opposite. I experienced. I haven't been. This is like the near the worst season of women in my life probably ever. Um, what I've noticed is that unfortunately, in women, there's a veneer of friendliness. That, that they display to you and to the world. This friendliness, whether you say it's cultural, biological, whatever it may be, is what I call niceness. And me and Francis talk about this all the time, the difference between niceness and being kind. Mm. To me, being kind is doing or saying the right thing in spite of the other people's opinions and in spite of what society says. Okay. Right? So, for example... Sometimes Stefan isn't nice, not Labosia, the director, but he's kind when he tells us there's a booger in your nose, yeah. oh, your breath smells, whatever it may be. That's kind. In spite of it not being the right thing to, I mean, the most culturally appropriate thing to do, he's telling us what we need to hear. Niceness 
It's telling somebody what they need to hear in order to make them feel good, though you don't believe it. Yeah. So, for example, it's like, oh, my God, the dress is so nice. Or you look good in that dress. Knowing that person looks like a hippopotamus, that is niceness. Yeah. You're saying something to make them feel good, even though you're not speaking the truth. And it's very important, as Jordan Peterson says, to speak the truth. So what I see in women, unfortunately, is that, and I understand it sometimes, the way out is through niceness. Mm -hmm. And they don't have the ability to say the harsh truth when a harsh truth needs to be said for myriad of reasons. Mm -hmm. And they can justify it all day long, but the reality of the matter is you're not speaking the truth. And so... What I've experienced is you interact with women and they'll and you'll tell them, hey, don't take my number down if you don't want to talk to me. Hey, I want to do this. And they'll tell you yes. But they're simply sometimes only telling you yes so that you can leave them alone. Mm -hmm. They're telling you yes so that you can go on with your way. And I've heard a lot of women say it's a lot easier to ignore your message than to tell you no to your face. Agreed. I heard that too. So... The flakiness really comes from the culture of niceness in which a lot of women are not able to have the, what I call, what I would describe as a maturity to tell you to your face, no, thank you, I'm good. Some of them do, most of them don't, in, in my personal opinion and experience. To piggyback off of that, I, I do think that... Um that it is, it is easier for women to ignore you rather than just to straight up say no. And I think it's it's probably multiple reasons. I think some of some women are it's a lack of maturity. Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. Um, but also, um, it's a lack of maturity in men when they get told no. Yeah. Because, I mean, some guys have that, you know, super ass, head ass ego. You know, you tell me no, oh, now you a B word. Mm -hmm. Or you you a hoe anyway. Yeah, you, you ain't that, that bad. Here. Yeah. And most men, I, I don't know the number, but 50 50, let's just say 50 50, that they're going to have that kind of reaction. They're not going to be, you know, okay, thank you so much for, yeah. you know, not leading me on. They're going to have some kind of negative reaction because it's, it's, it's a reason why they're doing that. I, I do think some of them are immature. Okay, I've seen, I consistently see this girl on Twitter say, I'm literally, I, I, can't tell a guy no because I'm, I I want to be nice. To me, that's like an immature. Mm -hmm. But some women's like, I would I don't want to be I don't know his reaction. Yeah, you know it could be you know verbally abusive or physically abusive. Yada yada yada. So I might as well just say this and then just ignore it because it's yeah. safer. And then I remember one of your friends told me that she tells people the reason why she doesn't tell people no is because if she tells them no in person, they'll keep on being persistent and bother her. So it's a lot quicker to say yes right now, mm -hmm. and then later on when she gets when the guy gets her number to ignore it, to block it, whatever it may be. How you feel about the persistence thing? For guys. For guys. Because, I mean, I I've changed like, a lot on my beliefs on it. All right, we'll start with the with Genesis. What do you mean? Start from the beginning. Okay. What was your business yeah. from the beginning and why? At the beginning, I believed heavily in persistence because I read a book called I Kissed Dating Goodbye and a book called Boy Meets Girl by Joshua Harris. And in the book, it talks about that at times there's women who it may not be the t correct time 
to date her. So it takes a man to be persistent and consistent to show her a character over time. And through that, she's going to be able to realize that he's worth her time and that she should now engage with him, get to know him, date him, whatever it may be. But then Stefan clearly made it true in regards to one of his points about a lot of times the guy who, you know, wears a girl down, it's not like she finally falls in love with him. A lot of times, as Stefan shares what I believe, she just gets, like, worn down. And she, like, settles. No one else is out there. This guy's been here all along. I might as well just take him. So my belief is that there is a minority of women, because you've experienced and I've experienced it, who are unhealthy that do take a little bit of time. So I will not deny that reality. But one thing that I definitely do know is that if she's not interested at the beginning, there's no connection there. Okay. There's just just none. And you can wear her down, but you're wearing her down where she's, like, choosing you out of no options versus genuinely wanting you regardless of the options out there. Okay. I I get all that. I hear all that. Mm -hmm. So if you were to tell men, like, would you? Because I think I think it's a I think it's a fine line and it's a parallel line between having confidence and being persistent. Mm-hmm. So, because women want like a confident man, they want an alpha male, they want that guy to take initiative, you know, all those things. Um, but that could also that confident male can be very persistent, even though that girl is saying no or playing hard to get. Mm-hmm. So. What would you tell somebody, like a guy, to approach a woman? How would he do it? And even for you, like, how do you approach a woman to not only show that confidence, but not only be super persistent when you look thirsty? Yeah, so I've changed so much over the years, and I've done so many different things. For me, what I tell a guy nowadays is you have to understand two things. And this is going to really confuse men. Friendliness is not attraction. But attraction looks just like friendliness. Yeah. (laughs) And so I remember I was talking to this one girl one time, and she was telling me, like, oh, when I let a guy know I like him, I do A, B, and C. And then I told her, I said, the problem with that sign is that a lot of girls would do those same things, but they don't like you. They're just being friendly. And what are some of those signs? So one of the things she said is when I see a guy, I look at him. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But there's some girls who are looking, who are people watchers. And they're looking at everybody, you know, and they might look at you. And they might look at him. And they might look at her, you know. And so you guys make eye contact. Doesn't mean she's telling you I want you, she might be looking at people. But then the other girl is making eye contact and she means I want you. Yeah. Another thing is being sweet and kind. Right? A lot of times a girl who wants you, you go up to talk to her, she's warm, she's sweet, and she's kind. And she's basically like allowing you to continue talking again to know her. But then there's some girls who are just as naturally sweet and kind. So whether you're attractive or not, they're going to be sweet and kind to you. So there's a lot of things and Stefan talks about all the time where the signals that women throw out that they think is oblivious, they don't understand that a lot of times those same signals can communicate the simple platonic friendliness. 
And I've always told people, if you're stranded on a desert island and a plane drives by and you throw out a signal and they don't understand the signal, the issue is not with the plane driver or the pilot. The issue is with you. Your signal is not clear enough to signal to that person that you need help. So what I've seen is that a lot of these women's signals are just not clear enough to communicate, I want you. Another story, there's this one girl who told me a story that she was in London one time, and she saw the most handsome, gorgeous man she's ever seen in her life. She's like, this guy is gorgeous. And then she said the guy was walking, like, I guess across the street, and she said she IF'd the blank out of him. And she was like, I wanted him to know that I wanted him. And then literally another girl walks by. She's like, hey, cutie. And then he, like, smiles at her and talks to her. And she realized, <laughs> like, I should have just said something, you know? Like, me just staring at him is not going to do anything. So to, so to your original point, I've noticed that you got to be careful with that. But with that being said, I will encourage guys, when you go up to a girl, you know immediately. First thing that you'll know is she will be friendly or she'll be unfriendly. The strength and the hardest part to do, in my opinion, is when she's not friendly, to be like, it's a dud. A lot of times because of pride, she's unfriendly, and you want to keep it going. So I'll tell guys, you approach her, see how friendly she is, see how warm she is. If she thinks you're attractive and interesting, she'll be warm. She thinks If she doesn't think so, she will just be, you know, the what you call it word. <laughs> so that's the first thing I'll tell the guys. Um, and then obviously, you ha- one thing Stefan called me out on, you got to make it clear why you're there. A lot of guys try to friend their way in there and sweet their way in there, and then they wonder when they try to make a move, the girl asks them questions. You got to let them know why you're there, what are your intentions, so that therefore the girl can understand that, like, what's the purpose of this? And what was your second part of your question again? Um, I said, how would you, I said, how would you tell guys? How do I shoot? Yeah, how do you shoot? Yeah. So me, nowadays, the way I shoot is I, I see a girl, and I'm still working on this. I see a girl, I talk to her. Um, and then I make it platonic, but then I just I cut to the bull. You know, I say, you know what, to be honest with you, I think you're very attractive. I'm interested in getting to know you, but I'm not interested in wasting my time with someone else's. If you're cool, I'd like to get your number. If not, no pressure. And I like I take a step back when I say that. And I like no pressure. I'll leave you alone. You can enjoy your day. So it creates this environment where if she really wants me, she's going to lean forward. If she doesn't want me, I've created enough space and freedom where she can say, I'm good, and I'm like, no problem, and I move on. But in your recent experiences, even even though you provide that level of, you know, opportunity to mm-hmm. back, back away or to be all in or all out, yeah, um, they're still flaky. Hyper, though, yep, yep, yep. So why do you think that is? And how do you feel about that? It hurts me. I'm not going to lie. It definitely hurts me. It gives me anxiety at times with women because I just don't know what they're going to... I don't trust them. Um, I think the reason why they do it is a myriad of reasons, but I think the biggest challenge is that how do you build... How do you build with people that you have no network with? Yeah, that you literally just complete strangers because, like, fellas... 
most of this most of this information is really pertains to out of college. Mm-hmm. You in college right now? Like you can be around a girl that you're feeling, you know, around I don't know freaking football game. I don't I don't know class. You be around with her, you show a little personality. You have a greater chance because of what time and proximity. Mm-hmm. Show your personality, know her. You may not even she may say something crazy. You may not even want to shoot you, so you don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. You graduate and you're in the real world. Whew. Yeah. Because all the women you see is really just at your job, and shit, that's about it. You know, yeah. unless you go to the gym, but it's, yeah. yeah. It's like no luck there, so nice try. Um, so, it's like, it's it's a whole new world, and I think it's, it completely slapped me in my face when, when I graduated. Because uh, it was something that I really didn't even know how to shoot and even need to learn how to shoot because, you know, I would just get in just off of just being around women. Because even... Even Stefan, even in his book, like if you, if you literally don't have, you know, the connections that you have from, you know, the women, even even I experienced it, you can create even worse opportunities. So it's like if you just got a relationship and you try to get back in the dating scene, and you're shooting your shot and nothing's going on, you try to go back to an old thing from high school, whatever, you know, you mess around, you get her pregnant. Now you are in a whole yeah. jacked up situation. Yeah. Um, but it could be a blessing. Having kids is a blessing. Sure. Um, but Sorry. that's not. The... <laughs> so I, I think um, as some of the dangers, and honestly, man, just it's it makes me um, want to like not like I I don't give up on shooting and going after women, um, but I am so hesitant because I'm like literally tired. Of being led astray, like, mm-hmm. I'm tired of, you know, and I'm and I use all tools. I use social media. I use me in person. I use different people trying to say, like I use everything, and um, it's it's um, it's tough, you know, shooting, shooting, shooting so many times and being told no, and you know, and I'm just like, man, this is some BS, you yeah, know, all the time, and and it's one of the things where it's like. How like how how do I continue shooting or should I even feel like you know continue doing it or is one of them signs from God? Oh, yeah. you, just, you know you can't sow your royal oats. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the first thing I think about is that for the women listening in, I would argue that a lot of women don't understand how female attraction works, like their own personal attraction, like what causes them to be attracted to people. I don't think they understand how how limited that number of people they're attracted to are. Like, that's just reality of the matter. They just I would argue most guys is like this fifty girls I wanted, I'd be I, I would I would date, but then ten give me time, or five give me time, let's be fair, five give me time, and then I end up like really vibing with three. Right. Yeah. That's what happens. Like fifty I want, five come, give me time, maybe I start vibing with three, I date three of them, blah 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 blah. Most girls is like, there's four guys I wanted. All four wanted me too. Or, you know, five wanted, all five guys I wanted, four wanted me. Like, it's usually no lower than 86 or 80%, you know, in regards to the number of guys who they want who also want them back. So, the, so what ends up happening is, like, a lot of these guys that girls meet, there's, like, a narrative behind it. So a lot, I would argue that if a lot of girls would analyze, okay, if you write a list of all the guys you were really attracted to, I guarantee there's a story behind it. Meaning 
he was a friend of a friend that you met at this event, you know, someone that you met at school, someone that you met at work. Like, it was a narrative behind it. And I guarantee you, for a lot of people, majority of the guys they met were not, like, random guys who went up to approach them, and whether it's DMs, whether it's in person, whether it's at a uh, day party, whatever it may be. So I think the challenge is in 2019, as people begin to move, go to new places, graduate college, and enter into brand new social circles, how can a guy, like you're saying, meet a woman who they know nothing of each other and her to be willing to give him the time to be able to get to know her and that, this, that, and the third. Yeah. And that's what I see is like the, the fundamental issue yeah. that goes down. What do you say to um, to like women who are listening right now? Is that oh those are the women y'all are going after? Mm-hmm. Or those are the kind of women that are will do those things? So y'all going after the wrong women? I would say to them something that I've realized really carefully. One thing, and we're gonna talk about it next week's episode on Monday. A lot of times I've noticed that, and I'm not trying to pick on the women. Women will point stuff out in men when there's a big plank in their own eye. They'll say, well, you guys do this. I'm like, but you also do it, right? So it's the, what they describe is it's the guys you guys are you're going after. And they'll say, most girls aren't like that. My, me and my friends are not like that, the typical excuse we hear from here. But I will always argue back to them you do the same thing. Most girls, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, I could be wrong, and they're going to comment about this, my opinion. Unless you're just, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, morbidly obese or just facially challenged or built like a two-dimensional figure, you get male interest. You get men talking to you. You get men shooting in some capacity, whether it's in person or virtual. You don't want those guys. And the number one reason why you don't give them a chance, and we talk about it all the time, is the resume, which is attraction. You give the guys no interviews, all off of the resume and attraction. So therefore, what's going on is the issues you're having with guys does not come from there's no guys out there. It comes from the guys that you retract or the guys that shoot at you, you don't want them. And you want the other guys who, for some reason, are not shooting at you. And we'll talk about that maybe a different episode, maybe later today. So the reality of the matter is when a girl says, these are the kinds of girls you're talking to, if you're honest with yourself, you know you do the same thing. Everyone is very selective. Everybody is very picky in 2019. We're all picky. We all believe we deserve, you know, all the promises of God, you know, that are nowhere in the Bible and stuff like that. So is it just the girls we're going after? I would argue no. Because if you're being honest, if a ladies are being honest, and that's why I honestly don't like bringing 20-year-old girls on the podcast, in my personal opinion, because they're not able to be honest and take the shame of honesty. Because when you're honest, it's just shameful. And the honest truth is, we're all picky. We all do it. So you say it's the guys, we're, girls we're talking to, it's the guys you're talking to too. And um, I really just don't think people understand, like, 
what is it like for someone to talk to you? I don't think a lot of girls understand what is it like for a man to talk to you. I think they have a perception of how guys interact with them, but I don't think they can put themselves, some of them can put themselves in a man's shoes and see how difficult it is for a random guy or a guy without no, without no proximity or time or opportunity to get to know you. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough. We do the same thing. It's the women that shoot it. Oh, you was trying to tell me something? No, it's broken. Oh. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Yep. It's men in, like, like, it's women in our DMs and stuff that shoot at us all the time. Don't say, don't say you don't get shots, all right? Okay, good. So, it's men, it's women that shoot their shot in our DMs all the time, and, um, and obviously, you know, even when we're on tour and stuff, yada, yada, women shoot their shot, but since we're so picky, we don't give them the time of day, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the only... The only difference is, is that like you know we could be nice, take that number, give them false hope, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even live here. Okay, yeah. that's my favorite state. That's my sure. favorite line. But uh, I, and that's why I think that's why I think like, and I think for me, and we've been talking about it. What we're learning is, if we're going after women that, in our minds, are nines and tens. We're not the only guys in the world that's going after these nine and tens, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 one of them things where it's like it's a diamond in the rough, you know. It's a needle in the haystack. So I have to what I what I'm what I, I what I am currently in is like I'm I am like upset, disappointed towards all the flakiness, towards all the immaturity. Um, but I realized the most common thing in all of those scenarios that those girls or those women were really young. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you be young, you know, you don't know a lot of things. You don't, you do a lot of things. You be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know exactly what you're doing. Um, you having a little hot girl summer bullshit, all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. And, um, and that's what they're conditioned to do. Um, so I cannot take the actions of a few and put it all towards the all of women mm-hmm. from those few. That's good. So one point. of the things I'm trying to, you know, that's why I keep shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to understand that um, that women are going to tell me no. Mm-hmm. Women are going to be flaking. It's applies to men and women. And so like, my thing is, Fees, how do you remain level-headed through knowing the risk of women being flaky, through the risk of, you know, the embarrassment of getting laid down? How do you remain emotionally stable through, you know, the times of 2019? Because it is hard to shoot your shot. It is hard to approach a woman, you know, with all the narratives that have been created. So how do you maintain emotionally? Man, I think that's a better question to ask you because I think I do a really poor job of it, to be honest with you. It bothers me. It bothers me because... I mean, it bothers me because you don't have to, you know? Like, it bothers me because a lot of the girls I meet, and this is the part that I'm learning right now, is that, unfortunately, what I do is I give people character above I'm at the beginning so like I I'm like oh this girl is nice respectful kind sweet so expectation is here 
Yep. So when time progresses and it's not that way, it bothers me and it hurts me and it upsets me. And then I get disappointed. But to me, the what I'm trying to get to is get to a place, and I'm not, I'm far from it, where I realize that you have to show me consistency. You have to show me faithfulness. You have to show me kindness. You have to show me all these things. And I have to see it first before I give it to you. So before I can even, like, like care-ish, like, there needs to be, like, consistent patterns. Um, and so to your question about, like, how do you stay level-headed, to me, it's, it's hard, man. And it's, and it's something that I really struggle with. So I don't, honestly, I don't have an answer to the question because I don't do a good job of it. What about you? It's one of the things where I um, I had to learn to adapt through doing uh, financial planning. And when you're offering a service or you're selling something, you run the risk of getting let down, getting let astray, getting ignored, all these things. So during my time of that, I, I had a, I had experience with a lot of that. And some of the people that I, I thought you know, would do certain things, didn't do certain things, and, you know, promised me some things, didn't do certain things. And I realized I had to change up my perspective of it. Like you said, I do think expectations reality is definitely a, a key factor of why it's so hard for you emotionally because you expect people to just be nice from jump without knowing you because they have no reason to be nice, you know. Unfortunately, these women, and if you're a woman, these men don't owe us anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to be nice. It's, you know, they don't have to or have to be kind. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have to do these things. I, when I was working, I used to take things very, very personally. You know, you ignore my 10 phone call because you don't like me mm-hmm. or you don't respect me or you don't see me as value. You don't see you don't see me as important of to uh to really work with me same thing with women you said no to me you said you ignore my dm you didn't text me back you didn't call me back you didn't do all the things you said you was gonna do um because you don't value me because i don't have a blue check (laughs) because um i'm not cute enough or you know i don't meet the requirements yada 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 Mm -hmm. but to offset that um that emotional emotion uh, I had to realize that in, in the financial world that they are denying my service, not me personally. Mm. So once I realized that, it's like, okay, if I know I'm offering help, if I'm offering budgeting skills or whatever, they're saying no to the budgeting skills for whatever reason, because they don't have no money or because they want to make more money or because they are too embarrassed by, you know, whatever situation, that's why they're saying no. Mm. Not to women. They said no, um, probably for other reasons. Um, it could be attraction things. It could be the way I approached them. It could be I wasn't clear enough, yada, yada, yada. But they did ignore me, the person. Mm-hmm. Because you spend time with me. You get me into that job interview. You learn me, you learn my decision making. You see my character, my personality traits. It's going to be extremely hard to say no to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when, like, that's the hardest part. You know, we're just talking about the initial, like, trying to get to that stage and women being flaky. But getting denied after you spend time in and then they become flaky, that is the hard part. And that's what gets me because yeah. it's been, it's been, 
you know, the one that, you know the one I'm talking about in, in the fall of last year, that really just made zero sense. Yeah. You know, everything was clicking, everything was perfect, you know, and then all of a sudden it was just like, I never existed, I never happened. And it was something where I was like, man, like, I was super excited about. And um, it's like, I don't get super excited about women a lot. So it's one of the things where, it hurt me because, like, you literally, I literally presented myself on a piece of, you know, on a platter. And you like, nope, this food ain't good enough. Like, yeah. I, I'm saying no. It's like, whoa, you yeah. know, what the crap is happening? Um, so when I'm in that stage, that's when shit get hard. Um, that's when I feel like um, not only just me, but I'd say most men would go looking for past women to make them mm. feel good for yeah. comfort. Which is not a good thing, folks. Yeah. I'm working on that as well. Um, and sometimes women do that too. Um, so initially, when I get rejected, it's not that bad because I didn't. You, you literally judging off of me in my freaking was a thirty second pitch or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I can't get super upset. But it's when you get you get that full hour full change and you know you're smiling at me you're familiar with me you know what I mean you're doing all these things and then I never see you again it's like yeah. dude that's what that's what gets me and that's what that was extremely that what bothers me a lot to me I think what I've noticed is that um, in my personal opinion Stefan made a great point about it with female male communication I think the way women communicate is so unique and I think that the female mind has always been something since I was a child I've been so hyper um, interested in because I believe it works like a high-performing machine where there's so much going on. And for a lot of women, for one reason or another, they don't have... And people talk about men don't express themselves I don't think women express themselves well as well. I'm not picking on women. I'm just saying a lot of things they point to men at. I'm like, yo, you do the same thing. (laughs) I think, like, there's so many girls who things go, like, if we're honest, we can be honest about things. I can tell you there's girls whom I did things wrong. I can tell you I did things wrong with this girl. I made a mistake here. And you can do the same thing. I think we're going to be very honest. But then there's times... You and I can both said I did nothing. Like there's 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 no logical thing that I did to deserve this now treatment. But what I think goes on in the woman is there's so much going on in their mind that they don't tell you. We think, oh, you know, I haven't talked to her in two days, you know. And, like, she's a woman. She's thinking about you. She's thinking about stuff. She's thinking about many things going on. She's thinking. You know, there's things going on in her mind. If you're a guy and there's romantic, any type of romantic interest, she's thinking about you. But I don't think we understand what is going on while she's thinking about you. So, like you said, you end up, the girl ends up ghosting you, but probably, she probably been having a conversation with you in her mind the whole time. Been analyzing things, and, and then a lot of times, what I've noticed that some girls do is that if they feel something, They'll believe it versus if they, instead of asking. Give me an example. Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a girl right now who 
I'm pretty sure it's about to flake me. And I'm in the flaking process, and I feel it. I could be wrong. Hopefully next episode or next week I listen to it. I, I, I'm wrong, but I can feel it. Um, but give me an example. What would you say again? Give give you an example of a girl says she feels something without telling you. So this girl, typical story, super interested, had a great night together, but we'll get too much into that. And then we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, and then a couple days, I don't hear from her as much, right? And then all of a sudden, things start dwindling. You know, reach out and don't hear from her. To me, something went on in your mind. You don't go from talking to somebody almost every day and consistently and all that stuff to nothing. Something went on, but you're not communicating what it is. So you see it in, like, guys will do it too. Some girls, like, guys do the same thing. I'm telling you, the behaviors of men and women are very similar. Besides a few exceptions, they're very similar. So whenever there's a shift in a woman's behavior... To me, it's like she was thinking about something, and eventually she started believing it before communicating with you. And so you, so when you see that drastic shift, is like a byproduct of her overthinking something and not communicating with you and coming to a conclusion that you're either A, B, whatever it may be, or this is going in the wrong direction. So like I told you, remember we were in, we were in Miami that one time, and you know with those girls, and then I, I told you like. It made no sense that the person unfollowed followed us in like in a couple hours after we hung out. It was great. But I was like, bro, but you don't understand all the things that's going on in here. Yeah. So I think those conversations, internal conversations that women have is just, it really makes them do things that make no logical sense, in my opinion. Just being honest, it's late night conversation. It's yeah, like nah, one o'clock. Nah, 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 nah. I, d- I definitely, I definitely can can see that. I definitely um, experience that. I'm trying to figure out where I want to take it next. So, how do you feel, like knowing all the stuff that we talked about, knowing that. Um, we're in these situations and things. How can we, as men, I want to—I don't want to say to be level-headed, but how can I put this? Okay, cool. How can us men? Avoid the comforts that we run back to. Because I feel like, you know, obviously we both have, you know, our things that we run to to make comfortable. But, Hafiz, how do you set up barriers in your life to avoid running back to things that make make you comfortable temporarily um, that's not necessarily a good I'm being honest with you. I'm struggling in this season of my life. I am not doing a good, good job. So in complete honesty, if you want to answer based upon experience and successful experience in this season of my life, I'm failing. Yeah. I'm failing, bro. I'm doing a really bad job. I'm right there with you. I mean, I feel like 
it I, the only thing I made difference was, and it wasn't even out of me trying to do better as a person, which is out of anger, honestly, for being completely honest. I had to literally unfollow, mute, and block a lot of women that either denied me, um, or lied to me, or disrespected me. Like I just had to, because for some reason, when time goes by, a month, three months, four or five, whatever, if I'm still single, I always go back, you know, to try again for whatever reason. Mm. And that and that is literally the, the reason. It's, it's during the season when I'm literally most lonely and I need some kind of attention. Mm, this is really good, bro. I'm so, I'm so serious, bro. Like This is really good. So I'm just like, man, I had to I had to be like, I literally had to, I think it's the, the I don't think about them until I see them. So if I don't see them, I don't think about it, you know. Um, I, so I had to literally create that barrier, which I feel like it's been it's been working. Uh, but some of, the, some of the things like it's literally out of spite, you know. Like it's I'll tell you about this one girl. This one girl I, I followed that was that lived in India. I followed, liked a few pictures, so I was interested. She liked a few pictures back, but but they seem like she's interested, right? So. DM'd her, you know what I mean? She just got a relationship, cool, great. Me too. Like, just wanna, literally just wanna hang out. I don't want nothing, right? She told me, um, when I asked her that, like, hey, you know, platonic like, friendship, nothing going on. She said, not at this time, I'm still healing. Bet, cool. A few months later, hit up, how you doing? Yeah. How's the healing process going? So you got your fitness page, you're doing some, you know, some yoga, some all that perform stuff, you know, all that, you yeah, know, yeah. all that perform. So I'm like, you should be, but you should be good. She was like, yeah, all right. I'm like, you down to do this, yada, yada, yada. And she was like, yeah, cool. Um, I said, when are you available? No text, right? So then a few weeks went by, a few months went by. She likes a few pictures of mine. I said, oh, maybe this is a call. Maybe it's a signal. I'm like, you're really ready this time. I'm like, uh, Hey stranger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's going like what's up? Like, and and like, are you down to get lunch? Or are you ever down to do this? Yada yada yada. Yeah. She said, she tells me, uh, uh, what did she tell me? She was like, I she said, she said, not this week, but next week. Dun dun dun. But next week, my head asks. Yeah. Next week comes along, hit her up, you know, the eyes, what's up, what's going on, when, when are you free? You know, nothing. I'm in my wit's ends at this point. And you know what I mean? I'm being laid on. <laughs> you know, I'm be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I love this, this is me being honest. Okay? I love this. First of all, if I was in Houston, I wouldn't have this problem, number one. I, all right? I understand that. I wouldn't have this problem. Number two, I literally... She was not cute enough to act like this. Not towards me. Yeah. She just wasn't. Yeah. Like she literally was not that bad. <laughs> so it I made it. no sense I to me. I love it. I was just like, I literally typed up the whole like fam. First of all, you honestly a seven. All right, that's the only reason why. <laughs> Told me that. I didn't, I wanted to. I typed uh, it up. So like, you're a seven. The booty makes me want to talk to you. That's really about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but I didn't do it. Yeah, you know, okay. I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't do it. So I'm just like, all right, man. Hold on. So I'm just like, man, the, the audacity. 
you know, yeah. for you to be like to not I mitigated gall. They mitigated gall yeah. to treat me like this. Yeah. When you like you're not that bad to yeah. check to, to do this to me. Yeah. To do this to me. <laughs> to me. I was very I really felt some type of way. I honestly yeah, did. I yeah. was like, you know, like, fam, I there's I'm there's no guys in Indy. Yeah. There's no guy there's net that's not a professional player. Yeah. There's no guy in Indy that's better than me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Right? So to do this. <laughs> I felt some kind of way. Yeah. So I literally muted her from posts, like, um, and stories. And stories. I didn't want to unfollow her. I want her to hit me up and me purposely not say anything. Yeah. Been on two occasions where she had liked multiple pictures yeah. to get the attention. I know it's shadow. Yeah. You know, but you know how hard that is for me. I usually don't do that. I usually try to be the nice, you know, like, I'm like the one, like, if you realize that you did wrong, I may give you another chance. I know you did the exact opposite. <laughs> the exact opposite. Yeah. So for me to be like, man, I'm literally like, nah, you done? Yeah. It's like, fam, you know, that's, that's what's, that's what's like, that's like, just been crazy to me. Like, sir, it's multiple stories like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, cause like it's easy, it's easy to get caught up again. You know, it's easy for like for some men, especially if you don't have a lot of interactions, and these girls. I mean, they're not toying with you, but they're making fake promises and they're doing these things. Uh, and men do it too, obviously. Yeah. Women, I know y'all screaming at us right now, but we know men. Let do us it too. vent, God dang it! It's our show, so we do when this green pillow comes. You know, <laughs> but. uh yeah, I, I I I I just wanted to know the fellas, like fellas, man, don't fall in for the trap, though. You gotta hold strong. But I I I'm just curious, Tafisa. You don't have to explain in a lot of detail, mm-hmm. but for the like, for the men, and when you say you're not doing well, what are like like what are some of the things you say you're not doing well, so men would know that they're not doing well because some men that's good because some men would think that you know doing all these things is just normal mm-hmm. it's what I should do man uh, that's a great question I think the first thing in regards to me not doing well is um gosh dang it man these girls ain't watching my podcast <laughs> um there's women who I know I will not marry, but I talk to them. And I put time in with them. And I put energy in with them because I need to be wanted. And so there's, I'm at this stage in my life where, thanks to Stefan and a lot of things I've been working on, I need, I literally can tell in f- like five minutes. I can tell 90% of a, of women that will that'll that'll have a connection with in 5 minutes. All these 5 minutes with them. 5 minutes and I'll know it. And then a 30 minute conversation I'll I'll know. It. I literally need 30 minutes. If you and I have 30 minutes to talk, I will know immediately if we have a connection or not. Um and so a lot of girls I meet and I just I know it's just not there. But because I need the I need it, bro, you know, because I'm just not doing well. Um, I entertain certain women. That's the first thing. It's like entertaining women that you know, you don't see no future with these girls. Um, 
you know, and then there's then there's then another thing is like there's women who treat you bad and you you still want them. You know, like I said, right now, I mean, I kid you not, man, hopefully this will all change. But there's a girl right now who I want. But like but she's currently shown all the signs of like waste of time. Bad communicator, not very responsive, like like fanning off. Every, I've I've watched this movie before. But I want it. <laughs> so it's like there's a lack of respect for myself that I realize that a lot of guys have. It's like, this person should not be treating you like this. Like, and I and I tell every girl this, and this is just my new thing, bro. And I mean, call it what it, what you want. I tell girl, I say, look, you're you're fine, you're sexy. I know that, but so am I. <laughs> I tell them that. I said, I said, I, I said, if you if you got naked, you look amazing. Yeah. So will I. Let them know, Hafiz. Now what? So let's cancel. Now we now we we, we do a math problem. We, we we cancel out the X on both sides of the, the goddamn equation. Now what's left? Now you what's wanna, left? You want to compare personalities? And and, and that's oh. what, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying well, let's figure out what else is here. So it's like I'm letting you know right now, like you're not you can't think you're better than me because of this. Yeah. Because on the free market, I'm going to be honest with you, sweetheart, my price is a little bit higher than yours. Yeah. Because all you got is... Because all you got is that. I got I got all three. <laughs> What's the three, Alphys? Looks. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Love for God. Shoot, I ain't talking. <laughs> I ain't talking that noise, though. <laughs> I ain't talking I that noise, it. though. I love it. I ain't talking that noise, though. And so, but, but to me, it goes back to you can talk all that noise, but they still disrespect you and you still stay there. Yeah. And that's the part where I realize is like there's certain girls, even to your point about coming back to women. Yeah. There's certain girls in which if you respected yourself, when you could if, even if you wanted to come back and you got lonely, like your point is, they'll they'll respect you a lot more because you didn't tolerate the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So there's a girl, if there's a girl who was not responding to you, was not messaging you, and because I'm talking to her. Bro, no matter what time you come back later on, she knows you ain't got no respect for yourself. Speaking of that, I'm about to delete this number right now. I know. I'm, about to, I'm trying to mute somebody right freaking I'm deleting now. this number right now. I, I, my phone's over there. You lucky whoever that girl is. I ain't going to say the name. I'm going to delete it right but now, I will bro. literally mute your head ass. I'm, I'm going to I just her. deleted it, bro. She's gone. I'm deleted. I'm going to delete it from my phone, too. Done, done. Yes, yes, yes. I know, I know, I know, guys. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't worry, the full episode is available on Patreon. The last half of this episode, we decided to put it on Patreon. So right now at this moment, you can check out the full episode on Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com slash roommates. The link is in the description below as usual. And in case you guys are wondering, Patreon is our subscription-based service where you can access exclusive content from Chris and I, join our exclusive Instagram page, get so much additional content, you guys will love it. Go ahead and check it out right now, www.patreon.com slash roommates. We look forward to connecting with you guys there and enjoy the rest of the episode on Patreon.